Yep. Hello, I'm John Ryan. And I'm J.D. Orr, and this is the New Year and Same Old Handball Podcast, USA Handball Talk. You're right. Well, that's probably been true for almost every year, but... Um, <laughs> we'll see what it happens, is, I guess. It is. It is a new year. I, I guess I'm looking forward to the European uh, Championships uh, throwing off here pretty soon. There'll be a couple matches to watch every day. At least, well, two simultaneously, or I mean, four simul two simultaneously twice, uh, typically, and then uh, then we'll have like uh, three three a day during the main round. But uh, lots of good handball to look forward to, and a world record crowd most likely to take place. That's right. The uh, outdoor is it is it going to be outdoor at uh, the stadium and. Uh, is it in Dusseldorf or where in Germany is Dusseldorf, it? Dusseldorf, I think the stadium has a has a roof. I'm okay. not sure if That's it's, what a, I was if concerned. it's a roof like uh, <laughs> like SoFi. I'm not okay. sure exactly how it's uh, how it's uh, set up. I mean, they play football, soccer, soccer. In, in it. So, yep. um, uh, I, I can't remember one of the players I liked. It. He was like saying, "Well, let's just do this once because this is this is." It's not how handball is meant to be played. I think Kretschmar. I think Kretschmar oh. uh, hmm. uh, said that, but uh, um, I, I I agree. Um, I mean, I mean, what's it's just like it's like the silly uh, hockey game they play outdoors. I mean, I guess it's kind of cool looking, but I think it's uh you know nice to do one time. I look at you know, the seating arrangement, like I think about the carrier dome for Syracuse for basketball, it's like, it's impossible to see the game if you're sitting up in the nosebleed, even for final four and things like that. You know, when you're, when you're having basketball games and football arenas, it's like this, this is very inconvenient. You're going to sell a lot of tickets, you know, and, and even same thing with like concerts and, and big, you know, football stadiums. It's like you block off half of the stadium and then, you know, you're at a weird corner angle. You can't see anything, and you got to get your binoculars out there. It's like, why did I pay money for this again? Yeah, well, go go into an NBA game in an upper deck. It's is of limited aesthetics. You know, at least you, there you can see the ball go in the basket. Yeah. Yep. Uh, anyway, um, we'll see how it goes. You know, it it could be interesting uh, for at least finding ways to make it better for the future. But handball is a bigger court than a basketball court. So that's at least a, a plus. That's, that's true. You know, I, and you know, that, that does come into play. I think when you're looking at the aesthetics for a good seat in handball, you've got uh, a lot more to work with. And you can kind of see that when you, uh, you see hockey or basketball hockey and or basketball played on the same arena floor. You know, you, you get those you get those uh, lower level seats, but you're kind of uh, kind of in the corner. In basketball, yep. those seats can those seats can suck. Yep, yep. Yeah, um, my football seats are three rows from the field uh, for Iowa State, and you know it's really nice on one end zone, and it's absolutely useless on the other. So yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, where should we start? Um, if we you don't have any discussion, 
I don't have anything in particular, but I know, you know, we had well, a lengthy you discussion know, last know, after, week. After we hung up at the, on, on the last podcast, you and I chatted a little bit about Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And I think contextually, um, I think it, I think it's, it illustrates a little bit of what we we're trying to say. And my, my question was, you know, who's the quarterback at Ohio State? Why, why the, why the quarterback leave and, and how, how did that all play out? And I guess you can just kind of, yeah, I'll, I'll reiterate kind of what we talked about a little bit. And, uh, and it's one of those things that, you know, Kyle McCord, for those that don't know, he's a fine football player. He played quarterback here. Uh, he'd been on the team for a couple of years, went to high school with Marvin Harrison, uh, good rapport, you know. Um, but he lost uh, a key game. And, uh, you know, he kind of under was very underwhelming all season. Nothing, you know, we've had been very blessed. Um, and basically when he ended up, the game they lost the game on an interception so you know it's kind of the the last thing you remember um and the coaches sat everybody down or they individually sat down players and basically told them the situation and uh after he was done with his meeting he promptly uh transferred to syracuse a significantly lesser program uh where he could immediately step in get some good playing time get some good reps um but it's what, what john and i were talking about is just you know, they're very clear with him about the situation. You know, we have a room of, you know, two other quarterbacks currently in the program with one more, uh, the top top quarterback recruit coming in next year. Uh, These are quarterbacks he'd already beaten out. Correct. Correct. Okay, so he, he was Be- the best quarterback. Beaten out. Uh, okay. You know, he's beaten – he's the best out of the three we currently have. There's one, one more coming in. How many in games did he lose as a starting quarterback? One. Okay. One game. All right. So – uh, that's just sets you that sets the the, the threshold of, of excellence here that we expect out of uh, how does backup do in the bowl game uh so the first backup he was pretty pretty poor and then got injured very quickly um and then the following backup uh was just god awful um it was probably the most embarrassing display of Ohio state football i've ever seen in my entire life um yeah. also was, known as the entire university of iowa <laughs> football yeah. season this year <laughs> oh my gosh it was painful to watch it's painful I, I, but i guess you know and, and who's going to be their quarterback next year the drama right now and uh, the rumors they don't, they don't, are, they don't already have a quarterback they don't even know who's going to be quarterback nope. right nope exactly ah. it's up in the air and there's a competition open competition but uh, rumors have it it's a transfer from Kansas State, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I guess my my whole point was just a kind of an illustration. And our national teams, sorry for any international people out there, aren't as important or as big as Ohio State football, or Syracuse football, or Air Force football, or South Dakota State football. Yep. Uh, I mean, I could. Little Sisters could, of the Poor football. Yeah, it, it's more <laughs> Little Sisters of the Poor, right? And um, it's it's kind of a bit of an apples and oranges comparison. And you could argue about, well, what, what constitutes important? You know, it's you, 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 all, all sorts of things are like number of people that care, number of people Watch, that pay tickets, you know, uh, yeah. all, 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 all those things. But here's a situation where they don't even know who's going to play the most important position on the team. And the guy's pretty good. 
I'm going to say that he's a top 25 he's a quarterback in the nation. He's, he's a Heisman candidate. Yeah. 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 At least the top 25. Yep. Probably higher. He's gonna he's gonna sign a pro contract. We don't know whether he'll make a team. I mean, it probably depends on his Syracuse year. I mean, um, but they don't even know who is going to be their quarterback, the most important position in football. And they told the guy, uh, essentially, see you later. And I guess I guess like I said, it, you know, our national teams aren't at that level, but they also aren't like a high school basketball team either. You know, it's a national team for an Olympic sport. And um, that means something. And it means it's a serious business. Even if it's not as, as well established as we would like, it's uh, um, it's the big time. Yep. Okay. It's as big um, as it gets for us. Yeah. So um, I, I guess that goes to the context of, there are better athletes out there, most likely. Um, and it's a question of whether we can we can get them, we can convince them to play, and we can put them in a good training environment. Um, and I guess that that goes to the uh, the second. Uh, I, I'm going to jump in if a second topic. Unless yeah, you, of course. No, no. Keep, keep rolling. As I was referencing, uh, there was a uh, somewhere in the last week or so. There was a uh, board meeting minutes drop, you know, not, not like a pad, podcast drop. But let kinda, me see if I can share the screen casually here. put this out there under the under the radar. Don't want too many people to know, but uh, can't hide from John Ryan. So, well, you know, I don't I don't get uh, I love terrible maps. Oh, look at that. It's got <laughs> Greenland up there already. Is this country Greenland? Oh, they're, they're funny. <laughs> oh, good. No, good, that's good. <laughs> no, no data. <laughs> Is this country green? How come it's not green? No data. I guess it, I guess they're going to Kalalunulat or whatever it's pronounced. But uh, yeah, I, I love that website. It's one of my favorites. Um, but let's go to the U.S. Team Handball website. That's one of my favorites, too. And uh, if you go to the homepage... Uh, let's see. Let me go back. Uh, and you want to see the board minutes? It it's changed from time to time. Boy, I tell you, under the under previous regimes, it was nearly impossible to find them. Yeah, if they were ever posted. Um, so hats off, better trans transparency of late. But down at the bottom, you can click on board minutes, and then you Look can click on twenty twenty three. And nicely organized. four or five of these dropped. And there were oh. little tidbits. There were little tidbits in all these meetings, uh, minutes. And mm -hmm. uh, there was one. I don't know if I can find it or not. Um, it mentioned uh, that they were starting to establish a dialogue with Dallas and how it would play into uh, women's national team development yes um i think i paraphrased it pretty good there um but uh let me see if i can find the exact words okay there it is at the top there mr brannick had started to establish a dialogue with the texas project leadership to determine how a partnership may evolve and impact the efforts 
to develop the women's national team. So um, that sounds very I, collaborative, uh, the way that that's written, which is not the sounds, impression that I got. So. I'm sure we could probably get folks in Texas to tell us where they yeah. where they are. I, yeah. I have not I have not reached out to them. I've kind of waited to to see it how how it all plays out. I follow mm -hmm. them on social media, and I, I get the I get the I get the posts of like you know so and so is is signed on to be the director, and so and so is a board member. Yep. I, you know what? What post I'm waiting for? The uh, you know who's who's taking over this whole ship here? No, I, I'm waiting for that. And this is how we're financing it and running this oh, thing. Yeah, <laughs> because that, pocket. I well, I think it's for now. You know, like I said, it's something that you could maybe maybe scale up, scale down. You know, I'm I'm uh, you know this is this is where. Um, the the gravitas of USA Team Handball, the official NGP, can make a difference. Um, and obviously, if there's an official connection, it might make it easier to get sponsorship. Absolutely, USA Team Handball could work to get sponsorship. We could do the the whole reality show thing TV that we show. Yep. talked about. There, I mean, there's a lots of possibilities. But um, I think it's tough to do that as an independent entity. What, what do you think? I, uh, I've, as, uh, as I got some flack from people uh, with me agreeing with you all the time, but uh, this one I, I definitely agree with. Who's giving uh, you flack for agreeing I, with me all I'm the not, time? I don't need to name names. They were just, you know, wanted a little bit more Stephen A. and uh, – <laughs> To skip Bayless style and I was like you know if John and I agree John and I agree I'm not gonna intentionally disagree with him just to stir the pot but uh you know from from where things are I can tell you this much on my time with you know working through my organization Great Lakes Team Handball you know I get you know essentially nothing you know from being just a another handball entity even the union I know talking with Mike on trying to you know, grow some stuff with him. It's not the same as if you had the NGB, you know, status behind you to try to get support from sponsors and just general interest. Um, so it's, it definitely, it definitely helps. Uh, as we talked about the, the weight of what us two handball carries is not that significant. Uh, but it is, you know, the nugget of being a, an NGB is, is big. And, and it'll get bigger as we approach, as we approach LA Olympics, 2028. Yep. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no doubt about it. Uh, um, uh, you know, I, I, I think in general, we have a concept of how to do it, how, how to train people up, um, but funding it. And uh, yeah, especially you know. if they're, you know, they're talking about, you know, I think I talked briefly with, with Ariane, um, high state player about you know going out there and they basically were talking about having players move out there um and similar to kind of how things were with Auburn um where they'd be trained on a regular basis but you know as I I think briefly mentioned with with Mark's situation here it's that gyms aren't free uh you know so unless you got a pretty good gig on a gym um 
that's that's definitely your biggest cost is gym time. So, and especially if it's a nice gym, it's going to cost you know pretty expensive. And Dallas is a big, you know, Texas is a big state, a lot of room. But uh, I know was it uh, Frisco, uh, which is the suburb up out there that they're you know chomping at the bit, you know, to keep growing more and more sports activities in that area. So, you know, I can't imagine indoor real estate being a a cheap endeavor. No, it's 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 not. And then, you know, if you're going to have somebody do the coaching, um, are they going to do that for free? Um, uh, it's it, it, you know, medical, all oh, yeah. those, all oh, those yeah. sorts of things. There's a lot yeah. of a uh, lot of logistics to that. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I, at, at least they are talking to them. Maybe they yep. are thinking about doing their own thing too. Um, now uh, this this minute these minutes are from September, and I can't tell you if I tell you the last time I saw something posted from Mariush about you know activity going on out there. So I don't I don't know if things have gone cold here in the winter months. That's just my uh, maybe a lack of time on Facebook and and things uh, the last few months. Well, you know, and that that was my. I'm, I'm going back old school. I I did a podcast or two with Joey, and I gave him some grief about. Uh, um, you know, you could you could you know it's just like you know if you have teenage daughters, they get upset on social media yep. that somebody's doing some great party, and I'm like on. That's just what they're posting. You don't know yeah. how real. You don't know. Yep. How yep. real that is. Um, and uh, so, again, you know, like, uh, the advent of um, you know, onslaught of social media that's come out. If you're good at that, you can make. Oh, yeah. Make look absolutely nothing look like something. Well, that's where um, you look at these commercials for Adobe. It's like, you know, here's. Here's this little girl and she wants a princess or a cupcake castle and this and you just the AI now you can just ask for whatever you want and it'll show up. So, you know, if somebody knows what they're doing, to your point, it could be very uh <laughs> very impactful. Yeah, I, I have such I have such mixed feelings about it because I mean I see I see stuff posted sometimes and I go like, well, that's they're making a lot more out of this than something than what it really is. And I wonder how many people realize that. <laughs> nope. um, but at the same time, I mean, promotion is a good thing. Um, and and you, you want to give people, you know, warm thoughts, good feelings. I I think the women's national team, they post some great stuff. Um, promotional. They're very lives. active. Very active. Yeah. I, uh, compared I, to everything know, else. You know, so I, you know, on the one hand, I, I think it's it's good to get yourself out there and you never know what will happen. Somebody will see it and they'll do something. So, I mean, even if you have a, a mediocre team playing somewhere, it's still playing. It's still something that you can report on. It's still something you can show. Yep. Um, and make it make it look as cool as possible so somebody else, uh, you know, looks at Joins it. Joins in. Uh, yep. I, I'm, I'm all for that. You know, that's part of my my dream, you know, with uh, with college nationals or even uh, a final four is I don't think we do enough 
in that part. You know, I think, I think a lot of times we're more concerned about the actual games, <laughs> which yeah. it sounds kind of silly to be saying that because that's why you're there. Right. Right. But the promotion is really important too. And I think it gets kind of shoved to the side all too often. Yeah. Falls yep. off the plate, if you will. Yeah. And, and even from a, you know, historical retention standpoint, like, you know, we've had some guys over the year that have got really into recording data, but, you know, I try to look back on when I was playing, you know, on college nationals and you can't find anything, you know, there's no evidence of what teams played and anything like that. So it's just, you know, that, that, that information is just lost. And that's what is frustrating for me when I look back and we can go look at who played in the, 1912 world series and uh you know i can't see who played handball at the national championship 10 years ago <laughs> like how, how does that make sense <laughs> so, yeah. remember you know, it allows you to fill in the blanks with what what you want yeah, to fill how in, i, I interpret it to uh to be yeah i stayed near near close uh loss to to west point you, you know definitely. what I don't, I don't have a color photo of me playing handball on the national team all I got yeah. are, are a few black and white photos from Swedish newspapers. newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, that, and that's my own fault. I mean, you know, cameras weren't you, as ubiquitous back then. And then I had the video. Right. I actually had the video of the Sweden game, but it was, it was in the different format. Uh, so it's kind of a, something before. Uh, whatever VHS. the European, I can't think of the, <laughs> oh, geez. The acronym is <laughs> for it. So it, it kind of, it kind of showed funny. But then I got, when I was living in Europe, I had a European, uh converter I, I had a european oh. uh recorder vcr it was early 2000 so yeah, they existed yeah, back then but uh i can't find that tape anymore i think maybe oh, it was still in that vcr recorder apartment. that i threw oh, out <laughs> but um yeah I, I i i think the promotion you know is important and uh well, yeah, uh, I think thing. it also is a recruitment standpoint too, because like what I do with uh with Iowa State is right now we're getting into the you know early college acceptance period and and kids are you know deadlines have passed for enrollment and so I start going to you know class of 2028 pages or class of 2024 high school class college class of 2028 seeing who's going to Iowa State looking at their profile, seeing if they played sports, sending them a, an offer letter, basically. And, you know, I'm not offering them anything besides a spot on the team. I don't have any scholarships. I don't have any incentives besides coming and hanging out with me. Um, and you know what? Uh, last year I went one for 100, and the one kid I got immediately started on our first team and is one of our better players. So I think, you know, it's a, it's a numbers game. So It's a numbers game. Hopefully you can make that better than 1%. You yep. get it up to five percent. I'll, I'll take two percent this year. That'd be pretty nice. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, we can increase yeah, that. Promotion recruiting. Um, I am going to participate in a working group on the on the Paris twenty twenty four, and I hope to um, basically what you and I and a couple other guys have done on an ad hoc basis to uh, get that a little bit more organized uh, ahead of time it. rather than the, the day before <laughs> or, you know, like yeah, the world well, championships. You, you know, it's uh, I'll 
well, I, I'm, I'm glad there's a working group to, to, to really take a look into it. And I'm glad that I'm on it. A working group outside I, I, of USA Team Handball or just... Uh... No, it's a USA Team Handball working group. Okay. So, um, again, they've got the, the cachet. Yep. So, in theory, there are some things that we should be able to do, especially with uh, their social media handles. But, but, but you know, one of the other things I, I've learned is, uh, you know, I, I do some freelance work for the EHF. Mostly I just uh, edit articles, yep. but they have like a, they have like a team. They have a, they have the reporters writing them. They have somebody working social media. They yep. have somebody working a blog and then they have guys like me editing, editing, editing the uh, reporter articles. But that whole team is simultaneously working and they're in a uh, uh, Microsoft Teams. And we can communicate with each other, um, and, and say stuff like, like for instance, the uh, that that video, that crazy pass that, uh, oh, who did that? We had he had to slow down the pass because you couldn't see it, but um, it was in a Champions League game. Carabatis um, to his brother, or the, the no, no, Saga it was this one. season. It was this season. I can't remember, but I saw that and I said, I have seen this video ten times. You know, so the, the social media guys, you know, you know, pressed it on further after, you know, communication with each other, you know, yep. the of something, something to see and, you know, tagging of uh, famous people, um, you know, but maybe, maybe we can do more than tag. Maybe, you know, now that ABA knows Snoop Dogg yeah, has his yeah. number. And Kevin Hart, know, maybe close. Yeah. Who who knows? But uh, hopefully we can, uh, you know, take it another step further because now you now you got a good message. You you've got you got the timing for L.A. Yep. Um, but you know what? I would be like, how can I get the women? Because that's that's yep. that's, that's where, where that's the low hanging fruit. I think of easy, and I shouldn't say easy, but most impactful, most quickly. Um, I think is where that, that can play. So um, I'm kind of on that note, though, I wanted uh, the previous note, I wanted to say that uh, we had lunch with uh, an avid handball fan who's big in the NBA realm. And he, uh, you know, had an idea about us going over to the NBA all-star weekend and kind of uh, potentially just rubbing shoulders and trying to get some people out into a gym, tossing handball name around. Drop here? Neil Johnson. He's our, He's our oh, handball fan. Okay. So, right. yeah, <laughs> nobody, no, no, nobody I knew. Excited, you know, I, I'm I guess, sorry. Oh, it's going to yeah, be like, yeah. I don't know, Greg Popovich or something. <laughs> so, um, so that's one that, you know, he and I were talking about heading over to Indy maybe and cause it's in Indianapolis and, you know, we'd looked at potentially renting out a gym and trying to figure out a way cause he's works for the Rockets. So, you know, he's going to talk with his boss about what that might look like about getting, you know, some guys that are just hanging around for the weekend to come and dabble just for kicks and get a video team out there because over time and people like that will be be on site. So, well, yeah, just for and, fun. And per perfect example. Those overtime guys, they are. You oh, know, and I actually, like actually asked quarter. Neil. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think they've been posting handball like once a quarter. They've posted handball stuff, but they're they're really savvy. I've listened to. 
you know, uh, the Sportico podcast, they had the overtime CEO on. And they're very savvy with the social media. Um, and, and that was one of the things I would say. Here, here's the reality, J.D. I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm in my 50s. Yep. I'm in the top 10% of people on social media in their 50s, which puts me in the bottom 5%. Of, of younger people all user yeah. yeah the ehf does not have me running their social media pages okay because it's not my it's not my wheelhouse yep. it, it's somebody else's uh wheelhouse um and uh um you know put put the people in the right skill set i think i'm pretty good on twitter or x i, I you know I'm, yeah. I'm good with words but geez, i taking a photo it's a lot to uh, take a take a make a make a nice cool poster or, or a quick montage video. Like that's the speed in which they can do this and the, how nice it ends up. It's, it's an art, you know? Yeah. And, 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 and to be able to do it on a phone, I was a, I was a PowerPoint oh, yeah. ranger when I was in the air force. I was, I was a pretty elite there, but uh, times have changed and I have not kept up. No, <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, I use Canva, you know, I try to tell our guys that it's a free app. You know, you can go in and it's got a bunch of templates. You just plug and play the pictures, um, just change the text. So it's usually pretty quick. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely prefer doing stuff on the computer versus my phone. But, you know, trying to make TikTok videos that are funny and and get people to watch it. Like, I, for instance, I we had a short couple of videos I filmed, just random things like at practice. I uploaded them to YouTube and one of them. All they're all three almost the same video, same drill, and one of them got into the right algorithm, and it had ten thousand views in a day. And I was like, "This is a, this they is just I have three of the just same to make video." You feel better, it, they yeah. Just, like just... it, it was painful. <laughs> I was like, "What did I do? Like, how do I get back into the algorithm? Like, what have yeah. we done?" So, well, so you know that. But you, you know, you reminded me. I'm actually going to do a TikTok intro for this podcast to post okay. it or whatever i i've been ready to do that so i i'd be my first tiktok post now where you can you know what what i do you know with our with the kids i coach is i really like harp down on the old man doesn't understand technology and so if you could just you know if you ride that wave and just like completely ride it then that's where people will engage with it and think it's funny and not that you want to go down that road but i think that that would uh i think that's one wave that we can ride the intentionally uh not understanding the internet and we've been on share all this time yeah i wasn't sure <laughs> how long you wanted to keep I, this I, I, I forgot to do that how do i get out of that uh, uh stop the share at the bottom of x yep. oh there it is stop share wow sorry we, we need to get our act together <laughs> um <laughs> what about uh did you want to switch gears to talk about the the Samala Cup for a bit? Yeah, we got about a couple couple minutes left here on this this show, and I know that uh, you were out there in attendance, and um, I know Josh Forstoffel, our our Ohio zone, he was out refereeing some games, and he wanted to, we had some over under bets on blue cards and red cards awarded for the the tournament with both hit with the over. Um, so uh, <laughs> I think it was an overall sounded like a pretty uh brute force kind of kind of final uh a lot of physicality um but yeah uh, maybe, maybe we should talk i actually have there's video of the one where the guy's face got uh broken, broken. 
Yeah. Um, so. Well, you know, I've been going to tournaments like that for since 1987, so I've been around a while. And I hate to say it, but more things change, the more, just like you said at the beginning, they, they stay the yep. same. And uh, um, it, we need to really think about how we change the way we play and structure our competition in the United States. And it's not working. I mean, maybe it is, you know, for the people, you know, give the, give them what they want, you know, if that's yeah. what they want, give them what they Fine. want. And, but, but you know what, the, the only people that play in those tournaments are the die, die hard people that just love the game. And yep. that's expats and a handful of Americans and that are willing to pay to fly somewhere, get yep. a hotel room. And then play way much more handball than they should in in two and a half days or however long the tournament is, and that's it's dumb. And and, and in some cases, you're taking time off work. I mean, it's yeah, you're dropping a thousand dollars. I say it's dumb, but I I remember I was young once too, or youngish, and I loved to play, and it was you know, but we didn't have quite as many tournaments back then. There was a little a lot more driving. You know, yep. where people were in driving distance. And, um, you know, it's just uh, it when you play that many games over that much time, it starts to get a little ragtag. And, you know, Josh and uh, Mishi and uh, Mike and uh, Mike Cavanaugh, I don't know how many games they ref. I feel bad. I never, never got certified as a ref. And even the ones I casually refed, I sucked. But yep. man, wow, these guys are refing all these games. But man, I'm such a bad ref. It would, it would be. You know, I, I think I'd rather be doing be promotion or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. It, it just gets a little ragged. You can tell the play gets a little ragged. People are a little tired, and you know what? Injuries like that happen more often when people are tired. Yep. Um, because you think you know how fast you can move, and then you're not moving as fast as you knew you could move. And so then, you know, the timing of the defense is, is a little late, or the, the timing of your cut is a little late. Now you're running into a brick wall, or, you know, you're, you're basically setting yourself up for, for failure. Yeah, and, and, you know, the thing I noticed as I, I moved from my 20s into my 30s is waking up the next day was so oh, much rough. harder. Yeah. And on Sunday it was like, Jesus, why Got am I doing one more this? Day of this? Until you yeah. until you start moving. Um, which takes it out but, an hour to get, get things yeah, back and lubricated. I, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's but but the thing is, and, and I mean we can get more into a union union USA team handball discussion. Neither ne I don't know if I don't think the union has the power to kind of steer people into a different type of competition. I don't know if USA team handball does either. You know, I, I think it, it's going to take a combination of sticks and carrots to change the way we do things. Yeah. Um, and, and that runs, that runs counter to, well, that's what they want. Give them what they want. No, I mean, that's where I know our guys we've, I don't want to say kind of poo-pooed any, 
you know, trip over three hours, but I try to make it very clear to the teams in our area, like, you know, we, we got enough games going on uh, in our neck of the woods. There's no sense, you know, yeah, you're going to play against better teams if you drive halfway across the country or fly. But, you know, at this point in time, I don't know that that's really worth your time and money, especially for college kids, um, you know. So I it's think that's not, one thing. It, you know, that that's why, you know, I was so glad that when we, you know, we we, we took what you had started and, and tried to give it a little stamp, you know, with the, yep. the Trailblazer Conference. I, I think that's a model that should be uh, – improved upon and, you know, you know, given birth in other regions of the country. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the sort of thing where USA team handball would with a combination of sticks and carrots, you know, make that sort of thing happen. Um, but it's not going to happen unless somebody in charge pushes it in that direction. Um, Maybe that's a good topic for us to dive into uh, on the next show. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, and uh, um, maybe I'll even write a post about it. Okay, <laughs> you, we can we can share our screen with a nice uh, nice slide and have a TikTok to compliment. Oh, it, I knew so. me to make a briefing. All right, sure, I, I, can, <laughs> I can do that. All right. Uh, um, so anyway. Uh, I'm John Ryan, and for my compadre, J.D. Orr, you've been listening to USA Team Handball Talk, and uh, thanks for listening. Ciao. Cool.